Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Promise of Israel's Full Restoration. Ezekiel 39, 25-29 summarizes the results of God destroying Gog and Magog. It is a comprehensive summary that ties various aspects of the narrative together while bringing the matter to conclusion. Gog and Magog begins a process of restoration that culminates in the full liberation of the Jews and the pouring out of God's Spirit. We read in Ezekiel 39.25, Therefore thus says the Lord God, Now I will bring back the captives of Jacob, and will have mercy on the whole house of Israel, and I will be jealous for my holy name. Following the defeat of Gog and Magog, God will then bring back the captives of Jacob, and have mercy on the whole house of Israel. This event marks a major transition in the restoration of Israel. Many of the Jews will still be outside the land of Israel at the time of Gog and Magog, but the wheels will now be put in motion that will result in the full restoration of the whole house of Israel. All the Jews who are converted during this time period will eventually make their way home to Israel. Note that Verse 28 says, none of them will be captive in a foreign context any longer. The War of Gog and Magog marks a turning point, which results in the whole house of Israel coming home. Note that the event of Gog and Magog is very intimately connected with the Day of the Lord restoration. as seen in God bringing back his people in their entirety and in the pouring out of his spirit upon the house of Israel. This entire package, being so intimately connected, strongly suggests that these events are all bound together in the context of the day of the Lord. Further note that God brings about this full restoration because he is jealous for his holy name. It is ultimately for God's own reputation's sake that he does this, compare Ezekiel 36.22. In the restoration of Israel, he shows that he is faithful to his covenant name, Yahweh. He is faithful to his covenant promises. He is shown to be the faithful covenant-keeping God of Israel. He is shown to faithfully fulfill all the promises made to the patriarchal forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to all the promises given in the Abrahamic covenant. They will all now be fulfilled. And in this, God will totally vindicate his holy name. Note that the word captives in verse 25 can also be rendered fortunes. It is used in the sense of returning from captivity, but also in the sense of restoring fortunes. Both are ultimately true for Israel. Verse 26 then reads, Ezekiel 39, 26, After they have borne their shame, and all their unfaithfulness, in which they were unfaithful to me, when they dwelt safely in their own land, and no one made them afraid. Some manuscripts here read, they shall forget their shame, while others read, they shall bear their shame, as seen here in the New King James. Truly, God will wipe away Israel's reproach in her restoration. So that is a possibility. However, 
there is a strong emphasis here on Israel's previous unfaithfulness, which appropriately calls for a spirit of repentance. In context, Israel's unfaithfulness has just been dealt with in verses 23 and 24 and was shown to be the reason why God had previously hidden his face from them. It fits the flow of thought that now after they have come to repentance, God will then bring them to full restoration. Israel must first come to repentance before God restores her. After they have borne their shame for all their unfaithfulness, then God will restore them. The Holman Christian Standard Bible translates this, quote, They will feel remorse for their disgrace and all the unfaithfulness they committed against me. God has consistently shown throughout the scriptures that before restoration comes to Israel, they must first come to repentance. This was Peter's message to the Jews in Acts 3, 19-21, where we read, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ, who is preached to you before, whom heaven must receive, until the times of, of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. The story ends with Israel coming to national repentance, resulting in Messiah Jesus coming to deliver them and bringing them to full restoration in the kingdom. Thus, Israel is destined for a glorious end, but first must come repentance. Repentance first, then restoration. This is God's order of things. Psalm 122, 6, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Isaiah 62, 7 says, And give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Give him no rest means we pray, pray, pray until God makes it happen. And so, Lord, we do pray. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, realizing that this really will not be uh, experienced, uh, really, uh, in an enduring way until you, the Prince of Peace, come. And so, Lord, we do pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And, and as we do so, we're saying, Lord, uh, even so, come quickly. And, Lord, we uh, continue to hold it up and we keep praying until you establish, until you make Jerusalem a praise in the earth, which you will yet do to the glory of yourself. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.